I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you today. And uh, as I mentioned before the break, uh, as we look at how the pandemic is rolling around, there's uh, obviously been a lot of restrictions placed on religious organizations. And I wanted to start with just uh, something from uh, Justice Samuel Alito of the United States Supreme Court. Uh, He shared these as part of his remarks to the Federalist Society late last week. The pandemic has resulted in previously unimaginable restrictions on individual liberty. I'm a judge, not a policymaker. All that I'm saying is this, and I think it is an indisputable statement of fact, that religious liberty is in danger of becoming a second-class right. We have never before seen restrictions as severe, extensive, and prolonged as those experienced for most of 2020. Again, that's uh, Justice Samuel Alito from the U.S. Supreme Court in an address he gave uh, over the weekend. And there have been... uh, great restrictions placed on uh, religions of all kinds uh, throughout the pandemic. And uh, I caught a piece late last week uh, from uh, Maya Jarrett uh, in the Deseret News, Deseret.com. Uh, Maya is one of my favorite new writers uh, that I've been following. She has such great perspective. Uh, she's based in South Florida. Uh, she uh, had over a decade in Israel and Palestine uh, and is just one of the, the real great thinkers and great writers. So, Maya, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Boyd. So as uh, as you listen to the uh, the comments there from uh, from Justice Alito, uh, you you put in your piece that uh, global restrictions on religion uh, reach a new high, but that there's also some reason for some optimism as well. Tell us, uh, start let's start with the government side of things. Government restrictions on religion. Yeah. So the Pew report looked at the 2018 numbers, and in 2018, I, I want to note that's before the pandemic. So I'm, I'm listening to. Justice Alito's comments wondering, like, gosh, what are the 2020 <laughs> Where numbers? Where are we now? Yeah. Like? Yeah. Um, so 2018 reached record highs as far as governmental restrictions. Um, the places, the Americas actually fared the best on the whole, mm-hmm. and the places that are kind of faring the worst as far as um, governmental repression are the Middle East, North Africa, and then Asia and the Pacific Rim. Um, the Middle East and North Africa's kind of restrictions are state, you know, fairly stable. They, they, it seems like they've always been restrictive and kind of remain restrictive, with 90% of the region's countries ranking high or very high on limitations. Now, the interesting thing about Asia and the Pacific Rim is that that's the area that we saw the, the biggest change. Um, so they had quite a spike as far as governmental hits on um, religious freedom in 2018. Yeah, oh, and uh, and you did note in there that uh, that China remains the the most restrictive uh, country in the world when it when it comes to religious freedom. Do we see anything changing there? And has the pandemic had any impact there as well? Yeah, um, well, China, you know, is is repressing uh, a Muslim minority um, facing you know government persecution, 
including imprisonment. Um, and the U.S. has really spoken out against this. Um, and last month, the White House's deputy national security advisor um, called them concentration camps, you know, what, what China's doing to its Muslim minority. And I think that's really important to note for, for anyone who's concerned about religious freedoms, you know, around the world. Yeah, and and I uh, I love the fact that you call that in the article because often we think okay, well that's you know that's uh, uh, suppressing the the rights of of Christian believers, uh, but you also noted in there that Muslims were the second most harassed group uh, with incidents occurring in over 139 countries, uh, which I thought was just really yeah. fascinating. Yeah, well, and it's it's like the Abrahamic faiths, right? It's the yeah. Christians and the Muslims and and the Jews that are the most targeted um, worldwide. And so um, Christians are, you know, the, the group that faces the most harassment worldwide. Muslims run a, a very close second. And then the Jewish people um, face trouble in 2018 in 88 countries. And, you know, Pew notes that, that the Jewish people comprise only 0.2% of the world population, whereas, you know, Christian and, and Muslim believers are a much higher number. Right. Yeah, that's fascinating. Uh, so I want to get to kind of the, the good news portion of of the program. And, and while we always have to be uh, worry and wary of, of what large governments are doing in terms of religious liberty rights, uh, you also make note that uh, for some reason, while government restrictions have been on the rise, uh, we actually seem to be doing a little bit better uh, on a person-to-person level. How is that? Yeah, the, so the social hostilities, which is how they look at kind of you know, interpersonal um, interactions around religion, um, the the degree of social hostility went down slightly in 2018, which that is a kind of fascinating dynamic to me, that while governmental restrictions have gone up, the social hostility has gone down. So, you know, the way I kind of read this is that, you know, you, you might be persecuted by your government somewhere, but you're safer walking down the street, you know, you're less likely to be targeted by the by the citizens of those countries. Um, so that's kind of fascinating. Um, something, though, that was, was really an interesting dynamic in the report is for the first time ever, they used the Economist Intelligence Unit's Democracy Index. And so they looked at, you know, how different forms of government kind of stacked up um, in regards to governmental repression and social hostilities. And um, surprisingly, they found that that some of the countries in, in Western Europe that are full democracies actually didn't do great on on social hostilities. Um, I want to note that in my article, I didn't talk much about the U.S., but I was looking at the U.S.'s numbers right before this conversation because, you know, I think that's something our listeners might be interested in. Um, and the U.S. does really well as far as um, social hostilities, um, but there was a slight there was a slight, there was a decrease in, in, in person-to-person social hostilities in 2018, but um, Pew did note that there was a, the 2018, there was a religion-related terrorist incident with the attack at the synagogue. Mm-hmm. Um, but Americans did better in 2018 also on social hostilities. There was a decline here as well. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. And uh, Maya, as you as you look at that and as you kind of extrapolate it out a little bit, uh, I know you're looking at the the Pew Research, the 2018 numbers. Uh, How do you what is your sense? Uh, You you follow these things closely. You have a a great insight into uh, 
uh, how these things are playing out. Uh, where do you think we are now in in 2020, both as it relates to the government side? Obviously, there seems to be a, a little more of a license for governments to, to be a little more heavy handed in restricting religious groups. But are we doing any better on the uh, the one on one side as we uh, move through the pandemic? That's a great question. Um, as far as the one-on-one side for, for 2020, you know, I, I'm not sure, but something that was fascinating to me, you know, thinking about listening to Alito's, Justice Alito's comments and looking at the, the Pew report at the same time, while the Americas did really well in 2018, um, government restrictions in the U.S. are, are moderate. So we're not one of the low countries in right. the Americas. We're a moderate country. And that was surprising to me. I, I figured that we would be on the, the low side. So while we're doing well, like I said, um, and especially compared you know, to most other parts of the world, um, in 2018, we came up moderate um, as far as governmental restrictions. So I'll be curious to see how the 2020 numbers come out as far as governmental restrictions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fascinating stuff. Great, uh, great reporting as always. Uh, Maya, thanks so much for joining us on Inside Sources today. We're going to have you back soon on this one. I think this is going to get really interesting in the in the months ahead. Great. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Uh, again, that's uh, Maya Jarrett. Uh, great piece on uh, Deseret.com. Global restrictions are uh, on uh, religious uh, reaching a new high. Uh, but again, we're doing a little better in person to person. We'll put this on our Facebook page as well as you can find it on Deseret.com. All right, we'll go ahead and step aside for bottom of the hour break. When we come back, our own Tim Hughes is going to join us. We'll pay tribute to the great Bill Marcroft and uh, the view from the booth, what that means for America. Find out next on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.